This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's a 2-0 Braves win in Game 3 of the World Series. And the Braves now have a two games to one lead. Good evening, everybody. Alongside Knox Bardeen, Caleb Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth, and we are glad to have you with us tonight on our Braves postgame here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Guys, uh, the weather was kind of ugly. I wondered at one point tonight, actually more than one point, if we might end up seeing some sort of, some sort of a rain delay in this one. We didn't get that. What we did get, Caleb, was an unbelievable performance from Braves pitching. Ian Anderson with a no-hitter through five tonight. Snitker elected to pull him and go to the bullpen before he had to go through the uh, Astros lineup another time. Braves used five pitchers tonight and scattered just two hits in a 2 nothing win over Houston. Chris, uh, I just I can't believe hardly that the coincidence has lined up tonight. I don't know if you realize, but it was posted earlier today. 26 years ago today, the yep. Braves brought home their World Series and that one nothing win, and it felt so much like tonight where just a, a dominant pitcher's duel between both staffs, uh, even though you know it seemed like Houston really at any point could have lost it. But they keep it together, and – you end up with this tightly contested game. Man, it, it's just gotten me so excited. Knox, Knox, I'm glad to hear Caleb say that. I didn't want to I didn't want to come out and sound like the old guy and, and reference, you know, twenty five years ago, but uh since Caleb did, I'll go there now because because he's a lot younger than me. But it certainly felt a lot like the nineties tonight in watching this game, didn't it? How do you not compare it to to that time? I mean, Ian Anderson came out, and I know he's 23, but we've all, we've all heard that he's an old soul. 23 years old, still a rookie, and this kid pitches like those three Hall of Famers from back in the 90s. What a performance by him. And speaking of old men, I've yelled, get off my lawn a number of times <laughs> um, for jerking him out of the game with a no-hitter going. So I'm well, sure we're going to get into that much later. Yeah, well, look, we can get into it now. I think that's one of the one of the the big stories to come away from to tonight with is the fact that Ian Anderson, he's got the no hitter through five. And I guess guys, this goes back to the new school way of, of baseball knocks. You kind of, you kind of referenced, uh, you know, being the old guy yelling, get off my lawn tonight. I guess it's the new analytics in baseball that says you don't let the guy go through the lineup more than, what is it, Caleb? Three times, and then you yeah. got to get him out. Yeah, three, yeah. You, they've, they like seeing it now. You face the lineup two times, and that third time is when things get a little dicey. And so, if you can avoid that, that's what 
managers now. And, and it's so funny, too, because you think of a lot of times people think of Brian Snicker as he's an older manager, more of an old school guy. He's the guy going in his dugout and looking the man in his in his eyes and seeing, you know, can you give me another one? And it just further shows how different Brian Snicker has been managing this postseason. And I have like I have to say, a- as much as you know, we we can get angry about oh, but a a, a no hit bid, you know, kind of missed out, and how much longer could Ian Anderson have gone, and maybe he could have saved some more bullpen arms, whatever. It worked, and you get a two nothing win. You're smiling now because it worked. We were sitting out in the bullpen, and you were a little nervous until Darno hit well, that home run to go up. Two well, Knox, see, see, it's one, it's one of those. I, I look, it, that is part of being a Braves fan. Honestly, uh, it, it is something that that yes, I did mention uh, the the '95 World Series when I I am old enough that I, that is before you know that is after my time, I should say. Uh, and so all I know is these really uh, just close moments and and so sure that's that's I don't know that's kind of how I am uh uh, through this entire series um and so I I don't know I I, I'm fine with the decision that we saw tonight yeah look after after Darno's home run I think that was the first time I actually exhaled tonight I don't think it happened at all until uh, Darno hit that home run he's having a phenomenal world series by the way we'll get to some of those numbers coming up 404-741-0929 that's the number you want to weigh in tonight Braves fans we want to hear from you it's a two nothing Braves win in game three of the world series they take a two to one series lead Starting us off tonight, let's go to Andrew from Villa Rica. Andrew, your thoughts on what you saw from the Braves tonight? You know, as soon as they pulled Ian Anderson, like, I was pretty upset. We're sitting there, you know, on TV, like, what are you doing, Snit? But, like, you know, obviously he proved us wrong as he has this whole postseason. But the one thing I'll say is, like, you know, watching 95 vintage Braves, like, pitching, like, this is what we saw tonight. This is what it takes to win World Series championships. And we saw you two hit the best lineup in the whole Major League Baseball. And, you know, that's just – that that's what it takes. So, man, what a, what a performance by this staff. Appreciate it, Andrew. And, guys, look, the, you know, you talk about using five pitchers in this game. We talk about Anderson going five, uh, and he got the win tonight, deservedly so. Let's talk about the bullpen now. Mentor, Jackson, it started with those two, and it just continued. Matzik. Will Smith, Matzik and Will Smith gave us a little little scare there in the in the eighth and the ninth, and certainly that's when the first hit came was off Matzik in the eighth. But, uh, look, not just Ian Anderson tonight. The bullpen came through big time as well. It's so funny for you to say that, Chris. You know, the fact that they gave us a little scare, it's just the fact that they actually gave up, you know, a hit. Like, it, it's one of those – that uh, I, I think we've we've gotten so spoiled at times through this postseason, especially well, you know, in these these seven, eight, nine guys. That honestly, I, we were in here with Sam Crenshaw, and when Sam saw Luke up in the seventh, he was like, "Oh, I don't want to see that guy." And I know Sam's not alone. There's there's probably plenty of Braves fans who saw that and weren't too happy. But these are the guys that Brian Stinker has been able to lean on so far, not only through this postseason, but the season as a whole. And they show up again tonight. Uh, and you just kind of got to tip your cap to them. Then Jackson got out of the inning 
guys. He only threw 11 pitches. Exactly. Tonight. He might have been one of the, the best of the four relievers out there tonight. I know he didn't strike anyone out, but let's face it. We, we saw a different Luke Jackson tonight, and so far we've seen a different Luke Jackson in the World Series than we saw in the Dodgers series. And, and let's face it, he also, going back to the Brewers, he was fantastic versus the Brewers and so far versus the Astros. It's just the Dodgers. They have his number. So I, don't, I think we're looking at the real Luke Jackson that was tonight versus what happened versus Los Angeles. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Chris Goforth along with Knox Bardeen, Caleb Johnson. Breaking it down for you tonight. Talking about the Braves in a 2 nothing shutout. A two-hit shutout over the Astros tonight. Braves take a 2-1 lead in the series. We want to hear from you tonight as well. 404-741-0929. If you've been sitting in the rain at Truist Park tonight, we'd love to hear from you. You can also reach out to us on Twitter as well, at 929thegame. We'll get to some of those coming up. We talked about the pitching. Guys, we referenced Darno a moment ago and just how well that guy has played in this World Series Five for 12 so far through three games, two home runs, and two doubles in the World Series. He has been, thank goodness that guy got healthy and came back, right? And I and I think the weather kept him from having two home runs tonight. That first ball he hit tonight almost knocked down the wall. Should have gotten out had it been 15, 20 degrees warmer. So that kid hit the ball hard tonight. I, I say kid, he's an, an older guy, but... Wow, what a game from him. Yeah, Chris, I was actually telling Knox here in the bullpen after that that home run tonight, is he not in the running or in the lead for MVP yes. This, yes. Yeah, yes. this series? Yes. I, I mean, I think so. Just the fact that his first home run in this series came, that was his first home run in 77, 77 plate appearances, uh, and then he comes back with another one tonight. Like he's he's been on a tear, and it and it comes at a perfect time where you've had other guys cool off, like a Eddie Rosario sort of situation. Like you you're gonna have those different guys each series, and it seems like so far it, it's been Travis Darno in this one. No, I, I agree, and I, I had the I had the same thought tonight, Caleb. That when you start talking about at least and again, we're three games into exactly. this series. I, know. I don't want to get you ahead of myself. Of, there's a lot of baseball left, but Travis Darno is having one of those series where you got to start talking as you go deeper. If he continues to play like this, you got to start talking about him as a as a real uh, MVP candidate for the World Series. 404-741-0929 if you want to weigh in tonight. Also on Twitter, at... 929 the game we'd love to hear from you as we talk uh, some Braves baseball here as the Braves get the 2 nothing win in game 3 uh Brian on Twitter says as good as the bullpen has been I trust the decision I believe Anderson had an inning or two left uh I kind of agree with Brian guys I I felt like Ian Anderson could give us another inning maybe two more innings maybe he could have gotten through the maybe he could have gotten through the seventh but Knox as you've pointed out hey at the end of the day the bullpen did its job and the Braves got the win I can say that now if you'd have called me an hour and a half ago I was hot Chris I, t- <laughs> I tell you what he came out of that game and throwing a no hitter and the, the old man in me is like you can't do that to this kid uh, I understand he was that the pitching spot was going to come up in the batting order the next inning. So let him go out there and throw the six and see if he can do it. 70, what, 76 pitches, 78 pitches, I forget which one. 76 pitches. So he was well under his pitch count. He was kind of getting loose. I think the weather was affecting him. He was not throwing a lot of strikes. 
I don't know. I, I, I leave but, him out there. See, Knox, but here's the thing. What do you get out of Ian Anderson going one more inning? I just wonder, like, it, it feels to me at least that the the problems that you could have run into with him facing this order again uh, and just the fact that, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think he was starting to get a little loose, uh, and you start to wonder, all right, a guy keeps going further and further in a night where, look, it's 50 degrees outside and rainy that instead you pull him what may look as at as a little bit early, but then does he not also become a short rest option as you look further down this series and and instead he doesn't get touched up where which could have been a possibility if he goes just one more yeah he does you, you, the Braves are looking at this saying hey we might could use this kid again game six game seven I also could argue on the other side of that coin you're about to go into two consecutive games bullpen games let's rest this bullpen as much as possible at least another inning maybe you don't have to start or play one of these four guys maybe you can sit Jackson and everyone breathes easier maybe you could let Matzik have a night off that's where I was going next, Caleb, is how soon could he come back? 76 pitches. Now, look, there's there in my mind at least, there's a big difference in throwing 76 pitches and throwing 90 or 100 pitches in a game. 76 feels like a number where give me a couple of days and, and I can come back in some capacity to be able to help you out a little bit. And are we certain – that we're going to see bullpen games the next two? I'm I'm not sold on it. I'm I, not either. Yeah, I, I think that is what we've we've continually been told. But I think there are guys in this staff right now, and a guy that that was just recently brought up who could completely you know kind of change this narrative as far as the Braves needing bullpen games, and and a guy like Tucker Davidson could maybe hold out as a start and and save you the multiple bullpen games that keep getting talked about. Yeah, we talked about this the other night, Caleb. I guess it was after game game one, game two, whenever it was. When Whenever you say bullpen game to me, uh, immediately my <laughs> mind goes yeah. to something negative. And I, I, I feel like I – just, I, I just feel like you – okay, can you do it and get away with it for one game? Yes, I don't know that I want to see that happen for two games, though. I mean, I just think you're tempting fate a little too much. Well, sure, because it's also like it's the World Series. And, and so, you know, you when you think of World Series, I don't know, pick a year, Chris, that you're like, oh, do you remember that that great Red Sox bullpen game or that great Yankees no. bullpen game? No, no is the answer. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think that's why everyone is so inclined and, and naturally so to say that that it's not, uh, you know, in do, uh, or it's not a good idea for you to do that, but it's the options the Braves have been presented. I still don't think that's, that's the uh, direction they're going to have to go. All right, we'll get to uh, some more of your calls coming up after the break. 404-741-0929, Talking Braves Baseball. We'll be with you for a little while tonight. If you're sitting in traffic, give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. Also on Twitter, at 929thegame. Let me leave you with this one from Chris on Twitter. He said, Braves pitchers have nothing to sit on because they pitch their asses off. I love it. All right, 2 nothing. Braves win it tonight. Back with more Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Chris Goforth alongside Knox Bardeen, Caleb Johnson, as uh, we recap the Braves 2-0 win over Houston in Game 3 of the World Series. Braves take a 2-1 lead in the series with Game 4 coming up tomorrow night. We'll take a look ahead coming up uh, a little bit later on here this hour. Guys, let's uh, let's get back to the phones here. want to hear from you, 404-741-0929. If you want to weigh in tonight, your thoughts on what you saw between the Braves and the Astros. Let's go with Brian, who's calling all the way out in San Francisco. Brian, what's up? How you doing? Great, man. Well, first off, I want to say longtime Braves fan. Uh, I'm from Alpharetta originally, um, you know, and uh, I grew up in San Francisco as well. So, you know, Rich Aurelia, Barry Bonds, they saw kind of torn with the Giants and Braves. With that being said, watching tonight's game, um, I was a little hesitant with them taking Ian Anderson, as most people would, out of the fifth inning. But maybe Snit saw something in his technique or delivery because I saw him play game one here in San Francisco last month, and he was just he was just off with his technique. And maybe he saw something. And as far as I'm concerned, you know what? Here in the Bay Area, they have championships from the Warriors, the Giants, the Niners, and Atlanta – we can, we only we only have 95 to show for for any professional sport, so you know what I want them dogs. But as far as them Braves are concerned, I don't care how they use the bullpen. They got the game two win, and that's all I'm concerned about. We'll worry about game three when it comes. And I appreciate you guys. All right, thanks, Brian. 404-741-0929. Uh, Brian, I think with the um, Knox, he sounds a little bit like you. Might have been a little upset when, when Anderson got pulled, but as the night went on and you see the Braves get the win, suddenly that decision doesn't seem maybe quite as big as it did uh, an hour or so ago. Right. I'm calm, calm now. The Braves are up two games to one. Everything seems to be rolling in the right direction. It all worked, so good for the Braves. Let's go to Rennell. He is uh, next. He's calling in from Jonesboro. Rennell, how are you tonight? Apparently he's not there. Rennell, call us back. 404-741-0929 if you want to, uh, if you want to weigh in on what you saw from the, uh, from the Braves tonight. We will get to your calls. Guys, we had, 
We had Brian calling from San Francisco. Michelle uh, tweeted at us at 929 The Game. She says, my bestie and I are on opposite sides of the country, both of us cheering for our hometown Braves. I think there's a lot of that going on. You know, I think we've all seen the maps that have circulated now on uh, uh, on social media that show how the uh, how the country or who the country's rooting for in this thing, Caleb. And pretty much outside of one little small dot in the state of Texas, it sounds like everybody else in the country's rooting for the Braves. And I think a lot of that has to do with how successful this team was in the 90s and certainly those of us that grew up on TBS, regardless of where you live, a lot of people became Braves fans back then, but it's it's not surprising to hear that whether you're in San Francisco or whatever part of the country you're in, that uh, folks are pulling for the Braves uh, in this series. Yeah, Chris, it's been funny to watch those maps. They've kind of updated them and, and different places. Like I know I had seen it at SB Nation. They kind of updated it at the beginning of the series, and I think it was all of the state of Texas and also Louisiana. And as it's gone on, yeah, that, that orange has shrunk more. And – also, randomly, apparently Delaware is against us. Uh, they are orange up there. Uh, but you you talk about reasons why people you know cheer for this Braves team, and, and you're right. TBS was a, a big part of that. Another big part of that was something that the Braves decided to do before this game tonight in honoring the memory of Hank Aaron. I mean, he meant so much to this city. Obviously, the impact that he had not only on the field but off the field – and you, you seemed like you felt it tonight with him, ha- them having his son out there, his wife, and just uh, trying to give a, a true honor to a legend that we obviously lost earlier this year. Uh, it, it just felt extra special on top of everything else of the pageantry of tonight. I was hoping for the throwback unis tonight. Say those uh, seventy-four uh, Hank Aaron throwbacks would have been uh, would have been cool tonight too. But but I, I agree. I mean, Hank Aaron meant not only a lot to Atlanta, but Hank Aaron had meant a lot to baseball. Period. And I think he's one of those guys that is just kind of has that pull for folks that you know, especially if you're of a certain age and you remember seeing seeing Hank Aaron play or. Or even if you're a little younger uh, than that, like we are, Knox, you, you know the stories. Well, and also his impact is seen just in the fact of Brian Snicker sitting in the dugout and managing this this team. Like, that, that is Hank Aaron's stamp. And so I, I think that's why it's uh, it was so cool to see them honor him tonight. And obviously what they've done so far this entire season, putting number 44 out in center field, uh, it just means more, it feels like, when the Braves are able to do this and have his number out there while competing in a World Series. We'll get to your calls, 404-741-0929 here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Chris Goforth, Knox Bardeen, Caleb Johnson as we recap the Braves' 2-0, uh, two-hit victory over the Astros tonight. Braves now with a 2-1 series lead. Uh, Shin on... Uh, on Twitter says, better to pull a pitcher on the early side rather than a batter or two late, yep. especially when there's lots of trusted arms in the bullpen. I'd also, uh, also, I'd guess they were being mindful that his next start might be on short rest should the series go that far. Um, well, and, and Chris, to that note, uh, this has been something that's gone around in my mind, which is <laughs> – out of the two performances we've seen, Max Fried and Ian Anderson, who who are you more comfortable with seeing on short rest? Or is it just uh, is it the I guess the the longer experienced uh, guy in Freed that you don't think is going to give you 
you know, what we saw from him last game? Uh, or are you kind of, at least on my side, which is, look, I like the young gun and what he's done so far. And that's a fantastic point, Caleb. You do have a lot more history with Max Fried, but you, you can go back a little bit into last year's postseason, too, and Ian Anderson has yep. some postseason history, and it is all <laughs> phenomenal. There, there's not a bad one in the bunch. So if you're comparing just what you've seen recently from Fried and some of his postseason you know, out of Ian Anderson, I, I agree with you. I might go with Ian Anderson, but I don't think that's the way Snicker's going to think. No. Guys, let's go back to the phones now. 404-741-0929 if you want to uh if you want to weigh in, talk about what you saw from the Braves tonight. Let's go to Jake who is uh up next. Jake, you're on Sports Radio 929 the game. What's up? Hey man, um I just wanted to say that this is this team is great. Uh we're lucky to have this team and if they go up 3-1 tomorrow, I really hope that people uh won't be complaining about Blowing 3-1 in the past because we're lucky to have this team. Jake, appreciate the call. We'll get uh, we'll get a little bit more into what's coming up for the Braves and, and what tomorrow may look like here in just a minute. Guys, let's, let's kind of continue to talk about what we saw tonight. The performance uh, of Austin Riley, who has been uh, – look, the Braves wouldn't be in this position had Austin Riley not had the season he had. I mean, how many games was he responsible for – during the early part of the season when the Braves were trying to get to 500 and you had Freddie struggling so bad, it was Riley that was kind of carrying this team. Came through with a, a nice hit tonight uh, and drove in that first run to give the Braves the the one nothing lead. And for a long time, I thought that might be prior to Darno coming up and, and getting the home run tonight, uh, I thought Austin Riley's hit might be the one that uh, that we're talking about tonight. Yeah, so how about how about this, Chris? Just the fact that uh, that first plate appearance from Austin Riley tonight, he struck out again, and, and my stomach was not feeling very comfortable with that just for the fact that was his 20th strikeout and 50 plate appearances so far this postseason. Uh, you know, not, not exactly positive results. He, he leads this team in strikeouts, I think, by like uh, four or five. I think Dansby might be the closest to him. But... To back that up with with a, oh, a double that scores Rosario uh, was, was just such a, a massive lift that this Braves team needed. Uh, and, and, yeah, I was with you. I thought that might be the only run of the night, uh, and, and thankfully it wasn't. We got a little more extra room from Darno, uh, but it, was, it did feel like one of the most impactful uh, runs so far, especially from Riley. And scoring early has been the key to success in this World Series so far. So getting yeah. that getting that going for the Braves yeah. was big for Riley, and it was the only run the Braves did end up needing. But you're right, watching that ninth inning was much easier out there with the two-run lead versus a one-run lead. 404-741-0929. Let's go to Peyton, who is uh, next here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Peyton. Um, yeah, so I would just like to say that um, I think Austin Riley obviously has been clutch for us all year. Um, it always seems to come up with a big hit here and there, but um, I think with this, why this team is so special is that um, they have different guys each and every night that step up and make a big hit here and there, or defensive play here and there, um, that really impact the game. No, I, I think uh, Peyton appreciate the call. I, I think he brings up uh, an important point, guys. I, look, Freddie Freeman is the face of the franchise. We all know that, but. Look at the the NLCS that Eddie Rosario had. 
Um, look at what Ozzy has done, not just of late, but over the course of this season. Look at what Dansby has done at times, not just with the bat, but also with the glove. Uh, it feels like Solaire has been big. As a matter of fact, it feels like he's due now for another big hit again. And, of course, we talked about Riley coming through tonight, Darno with the home run to give a little bit of breathing room. It is somebody different, it feels like, every single night for this Braves team. Well, and, and Chris, you, you didn't even mention a guy who I guess hasn't really shown up so far this series, but a guy who my shirt just came in today. Uh, I've got a Jocktober shirt. Oh, it's got yeah, the how pearls. Yeah, the, the pearls around the Jock, Jocktober name uh, because, I mean, let, let's give him his due credit. He's a, a massive part as to why the Braves have reached this point. I think we're still due another Jocktober moment uh, in a, and didn't need it tonight in a pinch hit situation. Uh, but I, I, I assume, I'm thinking, you know, that, that's got to be waiting around the corner uh, somewhere at the rest of the series. But you're, but you're right in that it has been someone different at different points, uh, and you've never had to lean on one or two guys which is why teams in the past, these Braves teams in the past, have fizzled out in the playoffs because they were leaning so hard on a guy like Freddie or or maybe an Adam Duvall who gets injured last year or whoever it may be, and they didn't come through, and, and so far they have. Freddie may be the face of the franchise, Knox, but Jock Peterson is the face of this postseason Braves team. So first thing my wife said tonight after they after they introduced the uh, the lineup, she's like, Where's Jock? Why is, why is he not in? It was an interesting decision pregame. We were all wondering who was going to start out there, Solaire or Jock Peterson. And I, and I can argue all night long, maybe Jock Peterson, they feel more comfortable with him coming off the bench and being big. That's kind of my opinion. But, man, has Jock Peterson really just taken this town by – I mean, you drive around and you see people wearing pearls everywhere. <laughs> my, my kids' baseball team's practicing and playing. Half of them are wearing pearls in the dugout. They're 9, 10 years old. It's crazy, and the, the one-liners he comes up with, the exuberance, the, the fun he's having, it, it, he fits in really well with this core group of Braves players. He's somebody that I've talked to, uh, Joe Patrick, who, of course, I do the uh, Batter Up podcast with, uh, as time and time again, that those little things that don't show up necessarily on the field but matter when it comes to a clubhouse, matters when it comes to a dugout, that you have that inspirational guy. You, you kind of lost that when, when you know, Pablo was sent out of here. You're still getting that from Guillermo Heredio with the swords and everything like that. But there's just something about a guy who is not only, you know, hyping you up in the dugout, but also going out and backing his own confidence up and what he's putting into the team, and it's showing. 404-741-0929 if you want to weigh in tonight. Grant, hang on. We'll get to you in a second. Let's go to Kyle next. Kyle, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we got you. Hey, so I heard y'all kind of mention what I was uh, thinking. Um, I'm originally from New York, uh, born in Queens. So I'm originally a Mets fan, but I live here in Atlanta now, and I've been a Braves fan for about 15 years now. And the one thing, like y'all were mentioning, that makes uh, this uh, Braves team so amazing is how they always have this the next man up mentality, um, which I think is the reason why they're having so much success in this playoff um, because it's all like whether or not it was the Freddie Freeman or next game it may be Rosario, all it takes is one or two of them to do their job and it sparks the rest of the team. And then because it is a playoff, I mean, obviously professionals 
come out during the big games, and the defense is what's going to end up winning us the World Series this year. So that's what I love about this year's race team going through Cal. all the pain. I feel like the World Series is mm-hmm. Cal, appreciate the call, man. 404-741-0929 here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We'll come back. We'll talk a little more about the weather tonight. We'll talk about the umpiring tonight. That was certainly getting some buzz on social media tonight. Braves get the win. 2 nothing. a two-hitter from five Braves pitchers tonight, and they take game three of the World Series uh, at Truist Park. Back with more in a minute. We continue our Braves postgame show, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 